All right, Grizz Nation, we are back. Adam Healy here, the Grizz fanatic, with Luke Rounds, the former defensive lineman of the Grizz. Uh, we just were getting into it, talking beforehand, so we decided, hey, we probably should just press start. And, probably uh, start recording. We're wasting our good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you guys, you know what? Just uh, give a, a brief kind of update, Grizz update, before we go into uh, the good stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about the – uh, recapping of the Delaware game, and then we'll go into uh, previewing Furman, uh, the quarterfinal game that we have coming up this Friday on ESPN2, which is awesome. Um, I'm going to have to figure out how I can um, watch that game um, because I don't have ESPN2. I have ESPN+, Plus, which, you know, one thing, I, I, I love ESPN+, Plus, but if they're on ESPN+, Plus or if they're on ESPN2, they should stream those to ESPN+, Plus as well. Yeah, the only way you can do that is if you have a their service paid for otherwise. Yeah, so, yeah. So that yeah. stinks. But my 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 recommendation is to get YouTube TV. I love it. I can watch ESPN, ESPN two anywhere. Really? But okay. I, I'm supposed to go to a hockey game that night. I've already told my family that I will not be attending that hockey game. I will be <laughs> watching the Grizz beat up on Furman. There you I'm go. Hockey game with even though I could with my phone and my lap watching it. No, no, no. That needs to no. be on the big screen, me hollering at the TV and calling stuff out. So there you yeah. go. Is your family going without you? Nope. They're staying too. They're like, yeah, oh, the yeah, game is quite more important. I was just like, I was just making sure that was clear. And they're like, yeah, no, we agree. <laughs> I was like, okay, good. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this is Grizz update. Uh, Grizz basketball, men's basketball. They play uh, tomorrow, actually, as we're recording this on a Monday. They play Tuesday at 7 p.m. at Dahlberg uh, Robin Selvig Court nice. on ESPN Plus at 7 p.m. against MSU Northern. So they'll have uh, that game, and then uh, also Saturday before uh, or after Friday, they'll play Montana Tech uh, at 1 p.m. there. So uh, that's the the men. As of the women, uh, if it will load, Go Grizz is always so, so, so slow. That website does move very slow. Like It does. It's like really good connection. It's like, what the heck? Yeah, and I have good internet. It's just like, goodness gracious. No, there's, I think it's the site. There's just something about the site that makes it move slow. Okay. Well, if you're on there, if you got go the women, would you like? I'm not on there. That's why I don't okay. even turn it on. It's so like, I'm like, it's slow. Oh, so my goodness. It, it always seems to like slow down my internet. Yeah. Well, let me yeah, like. I, I got to say, like, forward. I was excited to see that we're back at Dahlberg because last weekend I wanted to watch the men play Reno. and. Yep. It wasn't on like anywhere I could find it, other than like Varsity Sports. The well, app, yeah, they got the, yeah, Riley, that's it. They got the the Mountain West, so it's like you know, the Mountain West Network. Um, so. Who was it? Oh, somebody messaged me that was like, "Hey, it's on uh, Root Sports." Which oh, once the Big Sky dropped Root. I was like, "Yeah, I'm out." Yeah. So, so the Lady Grizz they play uh, LMU. I think that's Loyola Marymount. Yeah, I think that's um, right. And they play uh, this Wednesday at 11. Is that right? That can't be right. 11 a.m. Wow. There, it could be if it's a tournament or something. Yeah. And I know one year they always do like this girls. Oh, it girls, could be the, the kids game. game. Yeah, the kids game. And yeah, so they try to be. do it then. I, um, bet and, I wonder if that's what it is. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm like, that has to be. Because now I'm on Google and just looking up. Yeah. Um, and then they play Saturday at 7 p.m. against Colorado State, which I, that should be a good game. I'll tell you what, though. If that is the kids' game, like I've been – I was talking hockey. 
went to a hockey game like that where they allowed the kids. Yeah. Like, there's it's a different kind of loud because these kids are screaming. Like it's I wish <laughs> I wish we could feel Washington Grizzly with kids like that. It's yeah. like this piercing loud that like piercing you've never heard before. Like I know Grizz <laughs> is loud, but that you get a full packed house of kids. Oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Deafening, deafening, yeah, like deafening. bursting your eardrums. So if you if you're a, if you're a parent in Missoula and have an opportunity to like chaperone, do it. But bring yeah, your- that'd be cool. <laughs> it's way that cool. would be so cool as a teacher. I would totally do oh, that. Yeah. That would be so awesome. Heck yeah. So um that's all I could get to because the site's slow. So um sorry guys, next time I'll be a little bit more prepared. But um that's all I got for Grizz basketball. So let's get into this uh this game, Luke. Yeah. Uh, uh, I have to give uh, props to Luke. He uh, he got closer. He uh, beat me by quite a bit. Yeah, um, I, had, so, I had forty-two to ten. Yeah. So, so he, I had thirty-four to ten. So I just by the offensive side, yeah. you beat me. So yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was it was not good for me. So, <laughs> but it was good to watch. Yeah, it was fun to watch. You know, so. and it was interesting though. Last week, uh, we had Daniel on. Yeah, and it was great having him on, and he got to go to the game. I haven't heard from him since he went. Um, but when we talked, he had mentioned how he was like, you know, it'd be cool if it snowed. Mm-hmm. And we looked that yeah. night and it was like, oh man, it's the temperature's right, but it doesn't show snow. Holy cow, was everybody <laughs> wrong? Like, talk about a snow a snow globe game. Like yep. you, you the end zone footage, you can't even see. Like, yeah. I was thinking, like, what's Furman thinking when they're watching our tape? Like they're from South Carolina right now. Like, I know we're going to talk about but I'm just that, you know, they got to be going, what the hell are we getting ourselves into going to Montana? Look at this place. Yeah. Like, you can't even see half the plays, I'm sure, on the tape because it was so thick. It was hard to see it um, during the, the TV coverage at times. Well, yeah, and it was some of the TV coverage. It was like, what am I seeing? Because it was just pure white. Especially yeah. that second quarter where it started doing some huge flakes and it was oh, incredible. Yeah. My wife was like, goodness gracious. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was true snow globe. Yeah. Stuff. yeah. You know, I mean, that's why I was still surprised, like how we were throwing the rock around the yard a little bit. And yeah. Stuff. It's like, it's usually when that happens, I thought for sure with that much snow, and the running game that we have, I was like, we're just going to run the ball, and that's just fine because we were running the ball well too. But yep. heck, we still chucked it around the yard. So. Oh, yeah. Well, I have to give mad props to Grizz Nation because oh, yeah. uh, it was cold and it was snowing, and there was still 20,000-plus there. So oh, yeah, uh, We had the number one uh, attendance for yep. the week in FCS playoffs. Yep, and we beat the neighbors by like three or 4,000. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. And it wasn't stolen like that there. And it was no. a day game. It was much yep. more. Yep. Yeah. So well, that's what, I, I want to get into this right now then. So it's going viral. Their quarterback <laughs> after the game saying he's never played in a loud environment like that. We're talking about the fans. I mean, he said they were at Penn state and he's like, yeah, this yeah. is the way the coolest thing about that. Now that this clip, and if you haven't been on like Twitter or X, whatever it's called, go look. Cause everybody's retweeting it. The thing is, it's all these former play, players oh, yeah. in Wa Grizz or reporters or other people that not not Grizz Nation. It's all these other people outside that are like, yep. yeah, he's right. This place is crazy. I played in X place, this place, yep. nothing's louder. So it's just, I mean, it's so cool that that's going. Because you know what that does too? It helps with recruiting. Oh, yeah. Well, and I saw one guy say, I played two times at Oregon and, and Wa Grizz is totally louder, louder yeah. than Oregon. And I'm like, wow, that's saying something because... 
Oregon is yeah. pretty Boston, high up there. Boston's known to be a loud place. Yeah. So, so. yeah, I mean, it's 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 a it's a special place. And yep. like for all of those of you that listen to this that go like every week and are able to go every week, you're awesome. The yep. players love you. I mean, us watching on TV, it just makes it that much cooler. I mean, that helps the recruiting, yep. everything. So the thing we need to do this week too is pack the stands again. We'll just talk more it. about that later because I got a it. good reason why we need to do that from what some yep. of we watched. So well, yeah, it, th- there's some great reasons, so we can get into that. We'll get into that later. later. We got to okay. talk about the Delaware game first. Okay. I'm excited about so, Florida, but we'll get one thing. Later. One thing I had to talk about the <laughs> Delaware, like after the game, and the Delaware coach. Oh, so, um, I understand, like after the game, that that's got to be hard fielding questions, but it it's not a good look for your university. It's not a good look for you. I had to write it down. It says, um. The Grizz, uh, 30 points. They're not 30 points better than us, Delaware. Uh, we didn't play great. Uh, we didn't handle the situations or adversities well, but that team's not 30 points better than us. No, he's he's right, though. He's right, though. We're, We're like 40 or 50. Yeah, I was going to say 40 or 50 at least. Cause, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Like, you, like, you're not the only one that has the – harsh conditions like our defense is so fast that they were sputtering all over the place and we're still killing you guys well and look at the balls like (laughs) like again i was surprised with throwing it around but there was touchdown passes that clifton overthrew a little bit like our guys were there's two wide ass open like oh my god we're going for six again they got missed yeah um so i just i couldn't believe he said i mean like I understand a coach saying that if yeah. you lose by three or yeah. a PAT like some other team did this weekend, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. <laughs> but um, when you get your ass kicked by 30, don't say that. Yeah, 30. Yeah. 30. By 30, yeah. 30 points. Yeah. That's at least four touchdowns. Maybe he's <laughs> not a good – maybe he doesn't do math very well. I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. But, yeah. you know, he's going to the FBS, so he'll he'll do a lot better up there. <laughs> Good luck with all of that, Delaware. If you don't handle the situations or the adversity well in the FCS, good luck in the FBS, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I was watching that Conference USA championship, and uh, those teams would beat the crap out of Delaware. So, well, you know what? They are going to Conference USA, so maybe they'll do a little bit better. No, <laughs> it's going to not be fun for them for a little. Oh while. man, I don't. Yeah, I don't. We think started their not fun run. Yeah, the not fun run. Yeah, <laughs> I think they actually have one more year in the FCS, but yeah, you know, now next year, I feel bad for the kids because it's not their decision to move to the FBS. Yeah. Now they could be good next year. They don't get to go to the playoffs because they made that decision. So, oh, did they? They can't make the playoffs next year because no. they're transferring up. Because they're going up, they are now forfeited out. Remember when really? Sam Houston did that too, and they played that schedule with us. They they were allowed. Oh to, yeah, they won't be ranked. They won't be in the playoffs. It's basically like you have this. Almost like a penalty. Nothing here. Yeah, it's like you're on the death penalty. Wow. You know, I mean, you're just you're playing for I forgot fun. Forgot about that. Yay! I forgot about that. So yay! Right. Next year, you just ruined. Feel a, bad for uh, the, like I said, I feel bad for the kids. So yeah, you know, I wouldn't surprise me if our staff was like, "Hey, you like playing here? You're good." <laughs> yeah, there you go. You want to come back? <laughs> uh, and then yeah, so let's get into this. I just had to yeah. reference that because that 
that literally oh, it's, like it's it, being it, talked about when that it, came out oh. i was just like really that's yeah. what you're gonna say yeah uh, okay yeah so that's, i did i did a message my ball and go home i'm pouting kind of kind of statement so i did message daniel uh to give us a kind of a uh what he thought of of what oh, is so um hopefully he responds to us but if not i'll i'll let you guys know on on the next pod um so but let's, let's go into this uh let's, let's do the breakdown so huh. you know this was really surprising so first downs who had who had more luke well i'd like to think we had more first downs but i think because maybe we had more big plays maybe we didn't okay so we had 14 first downs they had 23 Holy cow, really? <laughs> yeah. You know, that's probably because of all of our penalties, too, that we got. Yeah. So I'll take when, I, when I started writing that down, I was, like, writing the numbers down, and I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. That we, We've got more uh, rushing yards than that. And I'm like, oh, crap, I'm writing it down wrong. Because the first thing that they, they do is first downs. And I'm like, well, we have to have more first downs. And I just didn't look at it. Yeah. And so I'd, like, scribble it out and be like, change that so um yeah so delaware uh the blue hens had 23 first downs 236 passing yards uh, 111 rushing yards which is a 3.6 average total of 347 yards they had seven penalties for 55 yards well even that, uh, that rushing total i mean they just had they had a couple big rushes too they had a 50 what? yard yarder that was like a lot of that yeah uh third downs there are five of 16 and a lot of those First down, our third down conversions were at the end of the game when we had a lot of the, uh, yeah, know, second, third stringers in there too. I mean, we so, it looked to me like we've almost played everybody. Like, yeah, everybody was getting time. So yeah. that was cool. He loves see. I mean, when you're getting to play everybody in a playoff game, you're in a good situation. Oh yeah. For, uh, fourth down, uh, they are three for seven, but they they constantly go for it. Yeah, they they don't use their yeah. punter very much. Uh, they that, use that, that other down. Me when they went for it so early like that. Oh yeah, I was like, are you, I, when he was doing, this, I was like, I can't believe these guys doing this. Oh my yeah. god, this yeah. is gonna bite him right in the ass, and it sure <laughs> did. Oh uh, yeah, you know that's the other thing. Going back to that guy's comment again, we called yeah. the dogs off. Like Bobby called off the dogs. Like yeah. in the second, it was like we're gonna yeah. play. We're not gonna. Again, that's why I'm like, how do you say that when we obviously. Called out the dogs a little bit and weren't like, you know, he, he wasn't calling it peace, run it up, you know. Yeah, like, just, yeah. you know, we're gonna we're gonna hold off here, try to yeah. I just anyways, that's I'll when I, that's when I would love to hear Bobby say something about that. Um, and just ask him, somebody ask him. So, coach, did you hear the comments of the Delaware um, coach? Okay, so he talked about it at QB club. <laughs> oh, um, did he? I'll, I'll tell you afterwards. Okay, uh, I can't stay on here, but if you want to hear about stuff like that, come to QB Club. There you go. There you go. That's Get all that stuff. Someone asked, and he talked, and it was great. So I'll tell you later about that one. All right, man. Uh, red zone, uh, two for three, uh, and they had zero sacks. So uh, the Grizz, they had 186 passing yards, which a lot of those passing yards, uh, there's a couple of them. I know two for Bergen were wide open that we oh, just yeah. didn't hit. That would have been huge. Yeah. Big um, yeah. Um, one, I think for, um, oh, Fonts that was kind of dropped and mishandled, but uh, not I mean, too bad. Part of the conditions. I mean, that's good. Exactly. Happen. Well, it would be hard when those big flakes were going. How hard would that be to see the ball through yeah. those flakes? And that's what I was telling, like, my wife <laughs> was watching it as a defender, like, 
it's hard to see it too. Like at least mm-hmm. on offense, they have kind of a, you know your, your timing and stuff. So you kind of have the yeah. offense. The offensive player has an idea of I'm running this route. The ball should be here at this time, sort of thing. Yeah. As a defender, you're trying to read, and all you're seeing is, especially looking up, and that's coming right in your face. You oh know? yeah. <laughs> so it, it's definitely. I mean, it affects both sides a lot. Yeah. As much fun that is to play, and it, it can be a pain sometimes. Exactly. Uh, we've had uh, 203 rushing yards and a total of 389. We had eight penalties for 100 yards. Eh. Uh, six third down percentage, we were six of 14, one of two on fourth down. And then we were two for two in the red zone, and we had two sacks. So, as a sacks, I want to talk about that. Yeah. It was hilarious on the call. The ESPN guy totally jinxed him. He's like, there's been no sacks at all in this game. <laughs> like the very next player, like right after that, boom, we snacked him. Boom. Boom, we sacked him again. I was like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it, it was – the the um, guys that did the broadcast weren't that bad. The the no. bigger guy, the, the color commentator, was kind of funny because he, he must have got – he must have had an accident beforehand because they kept on referencing that going through the pass, yeah. which hopefully they learned from that and just fly into Missoula. And an not accident or something into... kind of hairy situation coming over. Yeah. So they came over, which I'm not sure it was pass. It was coming from Spokane or coming from the Butte side, but – yeah, I think they're coming from the Butte side. Okay, I, I guess it's they said from... the other the other team. Yeah, yeah gotcha. So. Yeah, it must have been something, but uh, <laughs> I thought they were good because sometimes you get these ESPN guys. Yeah, that just don't know anything about FCS or anything about that. And I mean, I think this was their first time, both of them being at Wagger is. Yeah, but they were enjoying themselves. Like, oh yeah, they were like, "This is some good football." Like, you could yeah. tell they both really enjoyed it. So, can we can we start a, a campaign for uh, bring back Marty? Oh, I know, right? Like, Wouldn't I that'd be awesome, oh, especially. Man. And then I know this is going like a two ahead ahead of us, but especially when Schaefer lit up that guy. Oh yeah, what I would have loved to hear Marty say something about like th- that guy getting lit up uh, <laughs> because you know he would he would say something. But, oh yeah, um, if they want to just bring him on for an extra color guy. Oh yeah, that would be so cool. Yeah, I would love. I love Marty, even though um, Marty, I think, was actually in Bozeman. Because his son's coaching. Yeah, the one the one o'clock game. Yeah, for yeah. for uh, the Bison, who, uh, yeah, I'm glad they did, they did. So, yes, I no hurt feelings by me with that. So, um, so yeah, so the pass by McDowell, that first pass coming out of the the gates, uh, the interception. I was just like, oh no, this is not a, not a good way to start. But he totally turned it around, just like how he usually does, you know. Yeah, and I was worried about that because that, I mean, some of that to me felt like it was conditioned too. It's like, yeah. I mean, McDowell again, he's from, I think this is probably his first big snow game like this. Oh, he's yeah. From Arkansas. Yep. And it just came out and I mean, it hit our guy and their guy. And I mean, it's, it was one of those things. It didn't worry me. I was like, yeah, no big deal. Defense got us. Like, yeah, I think he's originally from Texas. He just played yeah. at Arkansas. So, so I mean, that's yeah. like, I know I, I'm sure some people are like, oh, crap. It's like no, I wasn't worried a bit, and our, you, if you look at our team, they weren't worried. They're like, no defense looked no. like, yeah, we got this. Don't worry about it, Clifton. Yeah, like you keep slinging it, doing your thing, man. So, yeah, yep. the Harris run, man. I thought he was going to get tackled, and he just did the spin cycle oh. on one foot and just like let that guy oh. go by. When that happened, oh, I was man. like, no, 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 I actually stayed up late that night looking for. There's a couple plays in the game that I thought, oh yeah, oh man. You know, this could be on because there's not that much football going. I was like, this might make yeah. top ten or something. And it was like a bunch of soccer and basketball stuff. I was like, really? I was like, come on. 
Usually, usually you got to check SV, uh, Scott Van Pelt because yeah. he'll have it on there too. Van Pelt usually does it. He likes picking up the smaller stuff like that. Yeah. Now, yep. that's it. Next weekend, though, man, we're the only show in town. Like, yeah, that's Friday. Being Friday night. I know Bobby was hoping for Saturday, but man, Friday, <laughs> yeah. we're the only show in town on Friday night. So he was, he was throwing that out there to try to get it too. It was funny on the post game. Like, yeah, we want Saturday noon, you know, around then. But uh, yeah, I saw it. And it came look, out. Look to the money. I'm sure ESPN was like, "We want no. the Grizz prime time on Friday. That's yeah. where we get butts in the seats and eyes on the TV." So, so and the weather then is is supposed to be like low 30s and kind of you know, like it was supposed the to be last, last exactly week. What it was supposed to be, not what well, happened last week. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, could we get another repeat of the snow? It's not on the forecast right now, but that's what. That's what it said last week when we were reporting on this too. So never know. You never know. Uh, the Osmo run, man, thirty-five yards. He was not even touched on that run. No. Um, really, really, really good runs. He plays was, well I, in the snow. Osmo. Oh, he does. Seems he like does. Time it snows, man. He like he just has a the game. Like he yep. just he plays well in the snow. Eastern Washington last year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. One of the things that I loved about that Osmo run, and guys, if you have not seen this, go check out that run and follow McDowell. Follow McDowell as he goes in front of Osmo and lays a couple blocks. Yeah. It was amazing. I was just like, oh, that's McDowell. Oh, oh. Yeah. You wonder why he leads the team. Like, Oh, yeah. Stuff like that, that whole team's like, we'll follow you wherever you want to go, man. Exactly. Uh, I was it was it was awesome to see. Speaking of Adele, shout out real quick those of you watching. I got my Clifton McDowell. I got sent to me, so it's awesome. I actually I told Adam I got the knockoff one too by mistake. I was one of those that made a mistake, but you can tell this one's like crystal clear. The knockoff is all blurry and shitty, so that one went in the back of the uh, closet. But thanks, awesome battle of brawl shirt. Glad I could support you and your nil and the the girls that are helping him too. Awesome job. One of them is JC. Uh, we his daughter. Yep. Awesome job. So yep. quick shout out. Awesome. 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 So uh, any, anything that you, you kind of saw that kind of came off the, on the offense, Luke? Yeah. Um, Schaefer, the, uh, you know, trucking that guy, like, holy cow. Like <laughs> that boy, I'm like, maybe he should play defense too. Like mm-hmm. he likes hitting people, like mm-hmm. likes hitting people. He came over like a freaking freight train, just boom. And just out of the end zone. That was Oh, that had me out of my seat, fired up. Um, well, we know that you know the begin the earlier in the year he did play uh, uh, yeah. nose tackle. They had him under and spell really short. They, they yeah. yeah, he played a little bit. And it's probably because he likes hitting so damn much. <laughs> you know, that's that's where like every once in a while you hear him get called out for like a holding or something. Yeah, it's partially because he's just intense and hitting guys and pushing. And what'll yeah. happen is the play will go by him and he doesn't know to release in time, and then he gets caught. So. Yeah. But yeah, that that play was, man. He just freaking trucked that kid. Like, Correct. I'm sure, that kid was like, "Yeah, I'm done. I don't want to play no more." No, not not here. Not yeah. these big guys. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the conference USA. Yeah, and like the other thing, like on offense, like I know some people we we're talking about penalties, and like we had a couple like celebration penalties, if you will, or like you know, stuff to, you know, standing there doing his arms across and stuff, and. You know, maybe giving a little taunting, like I, that stuff doesn't bother me. It's like no. our team has a bit of a swagger about them, and you know what? Like if the rest decide they want to call that, fine. Like that 
That was that clue switch that did yeah. the seatbelt motion. The seatbelt, and I think that on the line they called it the swagger dagger. Uh, yeah. The, the, the commentator guy. I've seen guys do that in like FBS and other levels and never get flagged. Yeah. The well, rap- did you see the wide receivers too? Do the, the whole Spider Man thing? Too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> that was a cool point. Yeah. So, like, it's <laughs> just like. They were they wanted to flag us. They're gonna flag us. But like, yeah. I'm glad that like Bobby doesn't get mad at the kids and because it's like it's part of their swagger. It's part of who oh, yeah. they are. And it's like yep. you know what, let them do it. I mean, so what if we get a little penalty? Our our defense will back them right up. So well, and and that's got it. You look at that like the NFL that wouldn't be called. No, not at all. Right. So with everything happening in the world with playing paying players and the you know power five and the g5 that that has to change then too right wouldn't you think that that would have to probably go away just depends on the 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 roughing crew you have too the fishing crew but if they're getting paid you have to treat them like pros right you would think that that would have to go like the changing of that yeah i mean i think it's partially the college where they don't want to let it get too but i don't know it doesn't bother me i love when guys can celebrate and stuff i mean yeah winning is hard Yep. And you only get a finite amount of time to play this game and let them have fun. Let them celebrate. I have, I have no problems with that. So nope. if they get a penalty, whatever. Yep. No. Yep. So I'm glad that they're having fun. We do need to make sure that we're not doing it on times where it's going to kill us though. No. And that's like, usually, usually when we're doing it, it's because yeah. we're kicking their ass. Yeah, exactly. That's when this happens. Exactly. That's why so, I'm like, it doesn't bother me because it's not like we're down. No, we're, we're beating their ass and we're letting them know a little bit that we're beating their ass. Exactly. Exactly. One thing that kind of uh, worried me was the two overthrows. Um, but like we said, that was kind of just the conditions of where, where we were yeah. at too. And they weren't too bad. They were just over the head. Um, and then just, you know, injuries that we've got going on, guys. Um, you know, McGinnis is still out, Liam Brown's still out, and then Walker came out. Um, he was what he did get was able to get up off the ground and kind of yeah. kind of scramble to the sideline. Um, and then I saw Bergen kind of limp off yeah. off the uh field as well, and then they just didn't play him, which is really smart. Yeah, I think um, they just the been smart about Bergen. And I heard someone that was actually at the game saw Walker after that walking up and down the sidelines without trainers or anything, just kind of. Walking it and walking it, it loose sort of thing. So if yeah. you're doing that, that's I mean, it doesn't feel like it's. I mean, it definitely was injured, but it doesn't. If you're walking like that, I don't feel like it's going to be, you know, something you need surgery on or you're, you know, yeah. you know. So I'm sure he's still banged up. We'll see if he gets to play this week. I hope he does. I hope he's healthy enough because yeah. sure he'd like to play. But yeah, exactly. So uh, anything? Last things on the offense, man. Um, no, I mean, just, I was impressed with the offense, like, especially the snow game like that, how they, you know, we only had the one pick Yep. and it was early. Otherwise how we running game held onto the ball. Cause I mean, that's usually you get in a game like that and that ball likes to pop out when you get yep. all that, the wet and the snow and everything like that. And we did a great job of keeping possession and just running hard. And the old line was doing a good job blocking. I mean, that's the reason they're getting those big runs and, I just I can't imagine how much fun they were having out there. Oh man, this team that just didn't want to be there anymore and wasn't a big fan of the snow. Well, and just to kind of go over some of the uh, statistics too, guys, that we had, which you know, it, there was a lot of good statistics. You know, McDowell had a great game, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been he's really been 
consistent too in what he's been doing um, lately with three other games. He's 10 for 19, 186 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. Ayat uh, got on there a little bit too, but uh, Osmo, 10, 10 rushes, 64 yards. Uh, Clifton had another five for 51. Eli had 13 for 46 or 42, sorry, 3.2 average. Good to see Harris get in there, two for 36. Yeah, Harris played um, really well. He was getting yeah. around the corner, and I mean, that was one of his best games. Well, and I loved how they used him in the slot. Yeah. And then he came came around. That, I've been trying to tell people that all year, is that if they have to have Bergen kind of not be in there and give him rest, put yeah. Xavier in there. The same kind of body type. Maybe Xavier's a little bit bigger, but they both have that speed. Yeah, he's got that speed. And, yeah. And obviously um, the ability to stop on a dime and let someone fly right by him as you spin move to the end zone. Exactly. Ah, it was really good. Oh, I still can't believe that was on Sports Center. So, I know. <laughs> and then sure uh, there. And maybe yeah. maybe it was, and I missed the wrong because I was like, "There's no football on here." Maybe I stayed up too late watching too many other games, and by the time I got to Sports Center, it was soccer and basketball. Maybe you need to do like the Sunday night one. Yeah. Right. So, uh, Keelan White, four catches for 88 yards, one touchdown, and you got the 55 yard one that was long. Um, but yeah. Really good statistics. Really, how about really how about Ramos too, knocking through field goals in the snow? Exactly. And that kid has been just money since he had to take over the position, and yep, man, he had his opportunity. And he has taken it. Like, yeah, I'm impressed. Yep. And then Barnum with the sack, right? Oh yeah, Cooper yeah. Barnum gets the sack, uh, which is really really cool to see. You know, we only had two sacks, but we were getting pressure to their quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he was battered. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were, uh, we were knocking least. him down. Yeah. And just, I mean, yeah, they were chasing. I kept thinking Wilson was going to get one as much oh, as yeah. on him. So then, shout out to Sawyer Reconelli with that block punt. Oh, like he you came out of nowhere to get so that. When he blocked it, I didn't see it at first. Like, I didn't think, oh, he really? Well, like, because the guy looks like he gets a full good kick. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden there's the ref run. I was like, oh, my God, he did. He got a piece of that. And yep. so, I mean, that was just – that right there, I was like, oh, yeah, here we go. I just yep. it felt like that was starting to set the tone already for, yeah. for everything. Yeah, they, they, they did a good job. You know, let's go to the defensive side of the ball because one thing that did not get covered, um, and, and he does not get covered, right? Gubner, he had a day, man. He was redirecting runs to other sides oh, of yeah. the ball. Um you know, like I was saying last week, that 55 is going to have a long day. Yeah. And Gubbs was shoving him all over the place. Yeah. Like you said, the redirection, like, oh, my yeah. God, he was a wrecking ball inside there. And he, he saved that two-point conversion by himself, just yeah. hitting that guy. Um, man, we are going to, you know, guys, if you, you're going and watching this guy, you know, he's not going to be here next year. So really look at what he's doing because he is going to be a loss for us next year. Um, and all the things that he does, uh, I, I just really appreciate Gubner and, and what he does. And if you're not watching him during the game, I know there's a lot oh. of good fans that re rewatch the game. Yeah, re watch the game, just f- fix your eyes on Gubs. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> that guy goes to work and just sits there and beats people's ass all game long. It's exactly, just, yeah. I mean, he is. I, I'm not, I was thinking about this earlier, like, I really hope that he gets a chance to, like, after the season to go to one of these, like senior bowls mm-hmm. or like one of those because uh 
I really think if he can get a shot, he could play at the next level. Oh, I no doubt that he could play. He's at the got next the level. talent to do it, and I just oh, yeah. think someone needs to give him a chance. Yeah, he he has the the, the talent, yep. the body type. Um, you know, he might need to be like a defensive end. I think maybe he might be able to do do inside. But I, I don't think know. you could. I think you put him out of three tech, like that oh, other defensive tackle, especially the yep. way they're pushing. You know, they mix people up on a lot of these defenses mm-hmm. and stuff now. Um, yeah, like I think he could do well. It'll be interesting to see what happens to him. We got exactly. he's, he's got a lot of unfinished business still. He's still got three more games that he wants to play in before. Exactly, uh, we got to have those too. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, well, the one thing that you would probably say that that wasn't necessarily um, defensive wise, but I, I think it was more weather wise, was that long pass that they got. That was a fifty-five yard touchdown, I believe. That uh, I think Terrell kind of came off of it and didn't see the oh. guy behind him, and then I think Klusowicz like was there and like slipped, and then he just it was a race to the end zone, and that that snow was super wet. Yeah, it super, like wet. It super wet. It looked like ice. Um, well, there was a few big like passing plays that that uh, yeah. Delaware made that they were just phenomenal catches by oh, a yeah. player. Yeah. Um, Again, that that five from Kansas State, that kid was like I during the game. I was looking. Was that young blood? Yeah, young blood. I was like, is he a senior? Dang it! Because I was like, we should recruit his ass to come play for us next year. Yeah, he was really good. And he was that kid. I respect the heck out of him because he was having fun out there. And John with our guys, they were John back, but not like that. You could tell he was smiling and laughing, and our guys were laughing at him like. He was, even though they were getting their butts kicked, he was having a good time and playing his tail off. And I got mad respect for that kid. Yeah, he um, had nine nine receptions and 78 yards. So yeah. he definitely had a good game. Yep. So, um, you know, talking about the defense, you know, the, uh, I, I believe uh, Corbin Walker got an interception, but Jackson, I think it was Jackson Lee with the, the scoop oh, and score. Scoop and score. Man. I didn't think he was gonna get to the end zone. I thought he was gonna get pushed out, but he he did it. It was it was amazing run. And that's back, so. when, when you get that run back in the snow like that. I was like, oh, he might get it because guys will, especially because all of a sudden you got offensive players trying to play defense who don't yep. know how to take good angles and stuff in the snow. I was like, oh boy, he's got a <laughs> shot here. <laughs> Excuse me. My worry was, um, I was worried that the it, that he was down before yeah. he came out. It was close because it was close, but it It was was definitely out and nice job scooping and scoring. Yeah. You know, that, that's what was, was nice about it. It was an all around beat down, not just one specific area. You had kind of little spots of everything where you're like, Ooh, Ooh. Yeah. Um, And so uh, you really, was it our best game this year? No, I don't think so. Was there things that we needed to improve on? Yeah. Um, And that's all right. Then it gives the, points to coach and stuff for next exactly. week. But exactly. But like and I think you maybe go you were going to this. Like it never yeah. felt to me in this game that we were going to lose. I was like no. We, nope. it felt I had zero like like oh crap. You know like yeah. you know you get that sometimes in the game. This game yeah. like even like I said when he threw that pick I was like yeah no big deal. And you know I felt that way after the defense stopped him. Mm-hmm. After the defense cuz they were in the 30 yard line and then they we, our defense just shut them down. Yeah. And then they weren't going to kick a field goal. Yeah, that was their um, fourth down. Shut them yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, well, this is this is going to be an easy 
easy game. And then, this team's not going to be able to do anything. Something about when it starts throwing wide grizz that's like gives our guys superpowers, and it's like yep. um, it is hard to beat the Montana Grizzlies when it's snowing like that yeah. in Washington Grizzly Stadium. Well, I think it gives a little an extra level to the the fans too because everybody crazy. Yeah, like I haven't seen that many stadium pictures in a long time on my Facebook feed. Yeah, because so many friends were at the game and stuff, and it was just like, and I loved it seeing mm-hmm. all the different angles from the game yep. of the snow coming down and videos and just like the crowd that was there. Like you said, it wasn't capacity, but those are the crazy people that love going to the games, love yep. the cold, and go nuts and. Those are the people we want there. So, well, I think one of the listeners that we had, Bridger, uh, shout out to you. I think he said that on the on here last time yeah. that it would be fifteen to eighteen thousand of the the diehards. Um, and we got 20. twenty. So, so yeah, that yeah, was good. So, uh, any last thoughts? Uh, that's all I had on the defense. Did you have anything? Um, no, I just I think overall great performance by us. Um, you know, I think. There were still there's still a lot of people out there from the East Coast that think, you know, the CAA and some of those are still amazing. And we just yeah. showed again like why it's a different brand of football we play out in the big sky and out in Montana. So um, well the CAA is not what it used to be. No, it is it's not. a joke. It is it's a not. joke. No, it, it's definitely not, but it's it was a great win by our guys and yeah. uh win in advance. And now I was really hoping we'd get Furman, and I'm super pumped to get Furman. Um, you know, I'm so tired of I'm so tired of people talking about Furman and the, how good they are. Yeah, I mean, the, from the start of the season, and I, and I know we've talked about it too, Luke. Yeah, that from the start of the season, all we heard from every pundit, oh, you've got to watch this Furman team. This is this is a team that could make some. No, 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 yeah. no. <laughs> I like, watched their game against Chattanooga. Chattanooga was a horrible team. Yeah, no, they're not. <laughs> like these people, I don't know. Like you watch them against some of these teams, and yeah, they look good against other SoCon teams, but that's the SoCon. Like, yeah, come play Big Sky football or Missouri Valley football, or you know, um, I don't know if it was if I was texting you or I was talking to somebody today, and I was like, okay, I watched Furman play, and we'd beat them. The Cats would beat them. Idaho yeah. would beat them. Sac would beat them. Davis would beat them. Um, Portland we State, were, I beat we I mean, it. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's just like you go down the line. I'm like, they're, if they were in the big sky, I think they're not making the playoffs. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, now, that being said, they do have some good players in their team, and we'll talk right. about that, like yeah. who their people are. But yeah. they're not like this juggernaut number two in the nation team no. that people were had them at. And then I think, you know, that showed. I mean, yes, their quarterback was out. When you get beat in the second or the last game of the season by one and nine Wofford, nineteen to thirteen. Nineteen to thirteen. It's like, come on. Yeah. If our so I we were talking about this before we came on the camera. Yeah. Let's say Clifton was out and Eli was out. We'd well, have, guess what? I would Osmo. be in there, Osmo. I mean, we'd still beat the crap out of Wofford and make it look make him look ugly. Yeah. So um there's there's holes in this Furman team, and I think we can expose them. Um, well, and that game was at Wofford, and you know Wofford has a, a has a pretty good you know you know program. They've they've been good some years, bad some years, um, but you know even if you have your running back and your starting quarterback, which 
are good, right? Their right. their their quarterback is is good. They're huge. They have two good huge, running backs. Yeah, so. the huge running back Dominic Roberto is two hundred thirty pounds, and his legs are the size of like my whole body. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's a big guy, um, but you know he's he's been. They're both dealing with injuries. Roberto is not at. I wouldn't even say seventy percent. You can tell he's he's when he gets hit, he just goes down. And in any any time like this time of year, I mean, like we were talking earlier, we got yeah. stuff too. But everybody's yeah. a little beat up. But yeah, I mean, I would say for the most part, we're much healthier than this team is. Oh yeah. So let's let's go into that, right? Furman sure. Paladins. If you don't know what a paladin, I had to look it up because I'm like, my, what the heck? My wife asked was, me too. She I goes, thought it was like a dinosaur. She thought it was a bird, and I was like, <laughs> no, it's like a knight. It's like a like like a knight on a horse of like the eighth century or whatever yeah. or whatever. It looks um, like a knight. Of yeah, yeah. yeah. From uh, they're from Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, they're from the South Southern Carolina. Con- <laughs> Carolina. They're from the Southern Conference. Uh, they're ten and two, seven oh seven and one overall in their conference. You know their one loss in the conference was against Wofford. Um, they played Chattanooga, so they twice. played Chattanooga twice. So they played Chattanooga in the regular season. They just got off beating them twenty six to seven. Believe the regular season was much closer though, seventeen to fourteen. Yeah, yeah. Um, their other, I guess, good win. Um, was Western Carolina, which that team was ranked number eight then, but they totally just like missed the playoffs. Yeah. And then you got Mercer that they beat pretty handedly, but Mercer barely got in. Well, look what um, South Dakota State did to Mercer last. Exactly, year. exactly. Um, and so, you know, fun facts, right? Fun facts that you guys maybe know, um, but their OC and their quarterback coach is a an alum, Justin Roper. Yeah, I, heard, I heard he was co-OC actually now. Oh, really? He just, yeah, like, I mean, I, my information could be wrong, but he definitely has something to do with offensive coordinator. But yeah, uh, he was actually at uh, Holy Cross last year. Yeah, he's the OC and quarterback coach, um, 20, 2012 uh, alumni. Their DB, Callie Chizik, his his dad it was Gene Chizik, uh, Gene Chizik uh, ex-Auburn coach when they had uh, What's-His-Face. Cam Newton. Um, there you go, Cam Newton. There you go. Sometimes and then, it reminds me of Cam Newton a little bit. There you go. He does have that swag, yeah, right, man? He does, man. And, and just does. the way he can run and throw. I mean, I, I get, I get Cam Newton vibes from Clifton a little bit. I like. Yep, him. yep. And then their quarterback Tyler Huff is a second lieutenant in the U.S. Army Reserves. So shout yeah. out to him. Uh, yeah, no. Their quarterback that. number six is. Yeah. Uh, he's a good dude. Like he's yeah. the real deal. He's tough. Oh yeah. Like that's. Looking at their offense, that's the dude. Like that—that's the—that's the straw that spins or stirs the drink, right? It is. If you get to him, they're done. Like he and and one thing we're kind of getting into this, but um, I'll I'll go into that when we get to him. But let's go into some like stats uh, about Furman. So they're averaging about twenty-seven points a game, guys. Which uh, opponents are only scoring about sixteen on them, Uh, so pretty good. Uh, Their rush. They're averaging 162-ish uh, rushing yards, 4.3 in average. Uh, passing, they're at 189, uh, total of 352. Their third down percentage is about 42, a little uh, less than 43%. And then fourth down, they're at 40%. Uh, 
Uh, this is a huge stat. They've sacked the quarterback 36 times. I believe are like third in the nation in, in, mm-hmm. in sacks. Uh, red zone, they're 42 of 57. Um, and then they're 31 of those 52 have been touchdowns. And they are time of possession. They're about 31, a little over 31 minutes a game. Uh, so, yeah. Let's go into their QB play because we were kind of going into that. So Tyler Huff, right? 168 out of 254 at 66% completion rate, uh, 1,681 yards, nine touchdowns, five interceptions. It's averaging about 165. Um, Those aren't like great numbers, but they're really, really, really balanced in what they do. And he does carry the ball. He's their second leading rusher. He's got 94 carries for 520 yards, five touchdowns. Um, when he feels pressured, he's like that kind of like gunslinger where he gets out of the pocket and he runs and he's able, he's able to throw uh, on the run pretty well. um, But he does not like to stay in the pocket. No. Like if the pocket break down, breaks down, he's going to try to get out of there and stuff. So we have to have good pocket presence, like when we're rushing him and stuff so that we don't let him, that's his wheelhouse is to get out there and, play yeah. backyard football and stuff. And, and he's, like I said, he's a dude. Like, yeah, he is. He's not afraid to get hit and he plays hard and he's not, I mean, he's an army reserve guy. And yeah. like, I mean, he's well, not afraid to get hit yeah. and stuff and play hard. And he's not going to, he doesn't have quit in him. Like that's no. so like to get him to quit is going to be hard. Yeah. Um, can we get him there? Yeah, possibly. But I think more, uh, more likely what to happen is we're going to get the rest of the team to quit around him. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and and they're running back, right? They're running. They like to run the ball. It it, it, it starts with the run, right? Yeah. Uh, Dominic Roberto, two hundred and thirty pounds. Uh, he's really got some injuries, guys. Like, I would love to see him like play when he doesn't have injuries, because he reminds me of Levon Bell from Michigan State and the Steelers, where he kind of slowly kind of progresses and like picks his hole, and then just boom. Um, the last game that I watched, I watched a little bit of the Chattanooga and some of their other games. Like he really is kind of just trying to push himself out of there. Um, but he's got 180 carries with 755 yards, nine touchdowns. It's averaging about 68 yards a game. So um, he's good. They have another running back too that is decent catching the ball out of the running the backfield. Yeah, the Wayne Anderson Jr. Yeah. I think is he's he's out of the backfield. He catches it too. Yeah. Uh, he's got 56 carries, 262 yards, and one touchdown. Um, but yeah, they like to run the ball with their mm-hmm. quarterback. With their, but like you were saying, we were talking about this last night, Luke. Is yeah, their their, their line is really big. Yeah, but there's a lot of there's a lot of gut on them. Yeah, they're they're big and they they don't have good hips. Like they don't no. have good hip movement. Um, they, they, they like to the follow with their hands. And so if you're quick, if you had a quick defensive line, which we do have, yeah. Um, especially when we're running our forefront, we've got, you know, Riley Wilson out there or Jana Carroll coming around those edges. Mm-hmm. These guys are going to chase. But, and again, that's what we're talking about. We can't – we've got to contain him in that pocket and collapse the whole pocket and yeah. not give uh, number six lanes to get out there and play this backyard football stuff. But that offensive line – just their hips are bad. And so um, we were talking about this to number 77. He jumped <laughs> off the film to me, this guy. Oh, like, gosh. He's huge. He's a huge man. Huge. <laughs> the reason he jumped off is I was watching their first quarter in Chattanooga, 
And I started calling out the plays. I'm like, okay, this is a run play. This is a pass play. He gets away <laughs> runner pass yep. every time yeah, by his stance. So he loves because he's so big being in the two point stance. Yep. But when it's a pass, he'll actually kick his leg back farther and lean back more. And it's definitely yep. a pass. If it's a run, he'll start leaning forward more because it's a run play or it's a play action. If his hands in the dirt, hundred percent run. Run. He never passed yep. blocks out of <laughs> his three point stance. Um, we probably I shouldn't be saying this. I know. Well, everybody's going to listen to this shit. They're not going to. They're going to listen. Um, I haven't. I haven't played football in a long time, but I mean, those are tendencies you look for. Oh yeah. And I caught on instantly, so I'm sure our coaching staff's looking at that. Now you're not just going to trust that, but it's like he's got yeah. those tendencies that he can't. It's almost like when you're playing poker and you start reading the guy, you can start seeing some of those things, and um, our guys will tee off on that. Well, and you even said that to me, and and I, so I started watching because I watched the third and the fourth quarter when they when he was in there and it, it was it wasn't just first quarter and then I, I I wanted to check it with another game that they played mm-hmm. and sure enough in other games he was doing it too so it's, it's not just that game it's not yeah a Chattanooga thing it's it's he does it in multiple games and yeah yeah so our guys will catch on I mean our guys are good at watching film they're gonna yeah. catch those tendencies now can you get tripped up every once in a while Sure, but for the most part, he's giving away his hand every yeah, time. Exactly, exactly. Well, and you look at who's on that end, right? You got Hayden Harris mm-hmm. and Houston, probably yep. on that side, or uh, and then, and then Jenna Carroll or Jenna Carroll. And, yeah, and he he's his he's decent at pass blocking, but he's not good with fast guys. Well, no, and and you could put Riley over there or Jenna Carroll or even you know Houston, which is a little bit faster. That guy is not going to be able to get no. that guy. Well, and then the other thing I looked at in their line, they struggle with stunts, and yeah. we like the stunt. Yeah. And so we start running that stunt game. Uh, their old lines we run into each other, and that's where I think we can make it a long day for six. We start putting that kid on his back. Oh my gosh! Him. Oh boy! Like, yeah. you know, next thing you know, their backup guys coming in, and then it's all it's all over for them because they're like you said a little bit ago. Yeah, six. He is the st- straw that stirs the drink for that. Exactly. Yep. Well, and, and you look at the running, right? You mm-hmm. know, the, the Dominic Roberto, he likes to, to wait for the holes. Yeah. You can't do that versus this line because Governor is going to blow that up and you're you're going to be met with Governor right in your face before you even be able to get the ball. Yeah. It, any, um, any hole that they think they're going to open is closed before they know close. it. And it's yeah. just going to stuff them back down. Yeah. Like they. This line hasn't seen. I mean, other than South Carolina, uh, maybe, maybe, but yeah, South Carolina wasn't that good this year. No, they? that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the closest thing they've come to yeah. what they're going to see yeah. this Friday night. Like, they're not. They haven't seen the flying around rampant defense that we have. Yeah, that's constantly changing fronts and stuff. Now, the one thing, and here's this is one thing I want to talk about their offense too. This is uh, the fans. This is why we need another twenty thousand in there. Yep. Going nuts, being loud. If you watch their offense, it's a whole check with me offense. Yep. And so they yep. like to try to see what the defense is doing, check with their coach, and then they make the yep. changes. And so if Washington Grizzlies is going just freaking nuts out there and you guys are loud, it's going to make it so they can't hear each other. And, and yeah, the and, they, and there's the right calls and the wide receivers next to you know they're jumping off sides and they're getting the wrong call. And our defense is wrecking havoc out there. And so, so Washington Grizzly, the fans. 
they can have an impact on this game hugely this weekend. Exactly. Well, and their stadium isn't a bad stadium. It's very pretty. Like the South is very pretty, very green, right? It, they they average or they can average about 16,000 in their stadium. They didn't have anybody. Else last they week. didn't have anybody in their stadium. If you really look at it, there's a lot of hedges, kind of like, I mean, kind of like Georgia. Yeah. And there's a lot of room from their field yeah. and their players <laughs> to the actual fans yeah and so you know that's gonna play a huge role because walker as you everyone knows you're right up on you yeah. Um, yeah, the fans are on top of the player yeah. and yeah. we we've they we've only played this Furman team once and it was in the national championship game beat them 13 i think it was a 13 6 or 13 7 it was 13 to 6 okay and so it i don't think that they're ready for what's what Washington Grizzly Stadium is going to be. No, they're yeah. not. I mean, yeah. we I was fortunate to be there that day when we beat them for the national championship. Um, speaking of that, I forgot to mention this last week. This is off, off subject, but you brought firm in the national championship. There you go. When I flew back from uh, Spokane, Washington into Rapid City, I've, our flight got delayed overnight, right? And so mm-hmm. we come back um, overnight pull into Rapid City that next morning. I'm getting off the plane. I'm walking. I look down, and there's one of my former teammates, Johansi Humphrey, sitting in the Rapid City Airport. I'm like, yo, what the (laughs) heck are you doing here? He's like, Luke, what are you doing? And it was like, it's apparently his wife's from Rapid City, and they were out here for Thanksgiving. They got delayed because of my flight. Didn't come the night before, so he was (laughs) there too. It was cool seeing Johansi, but, I mean, I hadn't seen him since we've been back, I think, for our last reunion and stuff. But, I mean, he had a day against Furman. Oh, man. Win that national championship. I mean, that guy was one of the best running backs we've ever had. And it was just cool seeing Johansi in the airport, seeing Yo again. And uh, last place I'd ever thought I'd see him, like, on Thanksgiving is the Rapid City Airport waiting for (laughs) our plane to arrive. But it was dang good seeing him. And I forgot to bring that up last week. And since we're playing Furman in honor of the 2001 national championship team, Wanted to uh, give a shout out to Yo and, and all those guys from that team because it's oh, I can't wait to see his beat up on Furman. Oh man, it, it, I have to say he is one of my favorite running backs. Uh, he was a great running back. Oh, my just a good dude. Oh. Yo's such a good guy. So awesome. You know they're wide receivers, guys. You know that they don't really throw the ball that much. When they do, it, it's it's. Pretty deep down the field, Joshua Harris is their is 40 that, reception guy. Is that number two? Yeah. I never um, heard your name, so I'm like, number two is the guy I noticed. I was like, <laughs> he's a good one. So, he's, got the, he's their leading leading in receptions and yards, 359 yards, two touchdowns. Um, that's kind of like their deep threat going down the field. Of, but, you know, their, their bread and butter is their defense, right? Uh, you know, they lead the uh, country third. They're third in the country with sacks. So they've got with those sacks too. What yeah. I notice is it's, they're getting those out of their D line. They're not yeah. doing a bunch of blitzing and stuff. They're not a big no. blitzing team. It's it's, no. so it's their line getting pressure. Yeah, it is. And yet they got eighty one tackles for loss as well. Seventeen interceptions. Uh, they forced nine fumbles. So, Luke, I, I wanted to see what the, their turnover margin was. Yeah. So they were a plus thirteen in turnover margin. So. Oh. Um, and I didn't believe that, so I had to like actually like no, no, twenty six. I, I heard it was high. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's very, very high. Um, but you know they don't pass it that much. They don't. They just run the ball. They yeah. hold on to the ball a lot. Um, and so, you know, they have a good, pretty good punter. 
Ryan Levy at 41 yards a game. Uh, good kicker. Uh, he's got 63.6. They're averaging Ian, uh, Ian Williams. Field goals, 18 to 24. You know, after it gets past like the 39-yard line, he's kind of kind of uh, sketchy. He's three for five from 40 to 49 and one for three in the 50s. Um, Could one you guy... imagine what our defense would do in the SoCon? Like, I hear these oh, stats. Oh, gosh. Like, with the defense we have, I can't imagine what our stats would be. No. No. Like, our, our, the points against us might be like seven, like our average. I mean, it's just like. Well, you look at you look at who's in the SoCon, right? Here, I'll go down. I'll go yeah, down yeah. Furman's schedule. Tennessee yeah. Tech. Right? Who? Tennessee Tech. Yeah. So, I believe Tennessee Tech. That puts, isn't that where um it puts the fear of God into other teams? Yeah. Gosh. Well, isn't that where uh oh night went? Is that Tennessee Tech or Tennessee State? I can't I, I can't remember. I have to look. Uh Kennesaw yeah, State. Marcus Knight. Kennesaw yeah, State. Kennesaw State. Kennesaw, Kennesaw. Well, they've they've moved now up to FBS, kind of. Kind they're, of. They're, they're well, they are. They're on that, I think, okay. that in between year. Oh, so sorry. Those those are not the SoCon games. Whoops, sorry. Um, so you got Mercer, you got the Citadel. Yep. You got Samford, which Samford was really good last year. They yeah. imploded this year. Yeah, they were supposed to be good. <laughs> Western Carolina. Again, another team that imploded. Yep. East Tennessee State. I don't even know who they are. Yeah. Chattanooga. Know them because we that's where we used to play our national championship games. Yep. VMI. They they got a good basketball team, I think. Or Virginia Military Institute. And then Warford. Wofford. Wofford. Warford, Wofford, whatever. There you go. The Terriers. Terriers. Which has a pretty cool their logo is pretty cool. But I mean you hear that you hear that schedule, and that's not putting the fear of God, and you're not hearing Montana State, Idaho, Sac State, you know. Or like Missouri Valley, you know, South Dakota State, USD, you know, North Dakota, North Dakota State. That's not, yeah. I mean, I'm like, bring any one of them teams in, or we'll go there and kick your ass too. I don't exactly. Care. Hey, we'll play in South Carolina. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's like them coming here. So, too, it's like again another team zero elevation coming up to the mountains. Yeah, and like even though it's only like a little over three thousand feet, seeing those mountains. Messing yeah. with people's heads that don't see mountains. Like, they're like, oh, I, can't, I can't breathe. I can't well, breathe. <laughs> and I, I looked last night at, like, what their their weather has been like. It's been, like, the 60s and 50s. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. their lows at night are, like, in the 30s. Which I'm sure that they're, like, bundling up for the 60s. Yeah. Where, like, our guys are wearing shorts, T-shirts, you know. Like, <laughs> I hear 60 degrees, like, 50 degrees. And I'm like, 50 T-shirts. Exactly. Shorts. Heck, yeah. 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 So... They're, and it's going to be – well, let me look. Did you look and see what game time? I think it's like 25 degrees for game time. Or I thought it was 33. I'm going to look it up real quick. I got it right here. So let's go to Missoula, Montana, Friday night. Uh, well, that day it's a high of 36, low of 29. So we're going to be right in that 32-degree wheelhouse yeah. range yep. right in there. So And it just says overcast. So who knows? We could well, have streaming in or not. So Yeah, but look, uh, look, you think about the neighbor game, right? That that game was supposed to be forty five, right? Yeah. And that inversion hit, and it was not forty five. It was like twenty something. Yeah, 
Exactly. So something like that can happen where an inversion happens and it just sucks all the heat out of everything. Yeah, they're calling for right around, okay, at 6 p.m., it's supposed to be 30 degrees. So by game time, about 29, 28 Oof. is what they're calling for. So, yeah. But they're, they're showing 0% chance of precipitation all night. But they were wrong last week. The weatherman, you know, we'll see. So. Okay. Uh, one, one thing, guys, uh, the kick returner, Wayne Anderson Jr., we've mentioned him. He's averaging about 25.79 uh, a kick return. Uh, their punt returner really doesn't do anything. Joshua Harris is averaging about seven. So uh, kick return, you could see him taking one a little bit. Um, but, yeah, other than that. I don't know. It, like, like We hear those stats, too, but our kick return, like our, our kick kick coverage teams are so freaking good. Yeah, like, yeah. I never worry about it too much because they, I mean, that's their chance to play. And those guys fly to the ball. Exactly. Like, they're all exactly. over it. So, um, I mean, especially if they hear that, they're like, okay, then it just gives them goals. Like, all right, we got to hold on. <laughs> like, it just fires our guys up even more. So exactly. Yeah. You know, uh, just looking at this, you know, do you have anything else on their defense, Luke? No, I mean, like, you know, they've got a good defensive line and stuff. And like, I just, I, Again, I, I don't think – I think the reason their defense looks so good is because the offenses that they play for the most part are pretty mediocre in the offensive line. Yeah. Like, I just – I don't – I mean, I'm not trying to dog on Furman terribly here, but I just don't think they're going to – they have what it takes to play, like, this kind of football that we're playing up here in the Big Sky. Or the Missouri Valley, I mean, that too. I, yeah. if, if this was South Dakota, North Dakota State, or South Dakota State going against them too, I'd be saying the same things. So Yeah. Well, and the, if you look at their defense a little bit, Braden uh, Corby or whatever his late name is, last name is, uh, 81 tackles, seven tackles for loss, and three sacks. That's their leading tackler. He was at a JUCO, I believe, last yeah. year. They've got um, quite a few JUCO kids and yeah. stuff that transferred over, I noticed. Exactly. And then Hugh Ryan is a uh, free safety. He's their second leading tackler. He's got two and a half tackles for loss, one interception. Um, their, other, their other linebacker, Evan DiMaggio, 64 tackles, eight tackle, eight and a half tackles for loss, four sacks. And then they're what what does B-A-N stand for? Ban. Mm, so really... Luke Clark, he's got 49 tackles, seven oh. tackles for loss, but he's got six sacks. I had no clue what ban. And then they have a guy, uh, another that Cali Chiswick, which I think is something with their their DBs. Um, he was listed as uh, spur S P U R. Hmm. I didn't look it up, but I'm like, what the heck? I, I had to be sometime, but something in like the um, the DBs. Yeah, I was just looking like, what the heck does band stand for? I don't know. I've never heard that one before. So, um, like, I just have never heard B A N before. Like, there's Will and right, you know, like. Yeah, I know. It says Will here. Will, Sam, S. Yeah, that's like the strong and weak side linebackers. But yeah. Man, I've never heard heard of that one before. Yeah. Let's see. I've got something here that might say they're used in the NFL. So a spur is a linebacker safety hybrid. Oh, okay. And some so, teams will just call that like your nickelback because your nickelback yeah. sometimes kind of a sometimes a linebacker safety hybrid guy. So, or sometimes safety corner hybrid. It just depends. Yeah. So, huh. So interesting. 
So I was I, maybe I saw that's that and I was like, what the hell? Hacker nickel hybrid is your band. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, back to nickel. Who knows? You know, it, it, it's it's interesting to see their defense. It's interesting to see how much pressure they get up on the, just the front four. Yeah. They do rush a little bit, but it's not like we rush, right? It's not like they're bringing the house. Yeah, they're not. They're not blitzing all the time, no. and they, they will, but not not a lot. It's they're no. really they're really trying to rely on that front four to get the pressures. And they cycle guys out too with their front four. Right. A lot of those good guys. The only thing is, is, is that they're big guys, but they cycle them in for a reason, right? To 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 keep it fresh. Yeah. I, I'm just wondering how the elements and how the elevation and how that's going to affect them too. It'll make um, a difference. Like I said, it's some of us yeah. psychological when they get here and they see the mountains and stuff. It's like oh, I can't breathe. Yeah. I can't breathe. You know. <laughs> so, uh, any like final thoughts? Even keys to the game, man. Um, I think. For us on defense, the key is going to be getting pressure on their quarterback. Yep. And, I mean, I don't care if we get the sacks or not, but getting pressure and knocking him around, yep. that's going to be really a big-time key. I'm not too – I think our secondary is going to stop their passing, and I think they're going to try to run the ball on us, but I don't think they're going to be very good at it. Yeah, um, I think it's going to be a long day for their offense, especially, again, if we can hit six and just keep putting pressure and knocking them around. It's just going to – it's going to knock him down because if if he gains confidence, that's when that offense gains confidence. Like mm-hmm. they're he's their leader, and like he will keep them rolling. So if we can take him out, and I mean not saying like take him out, but like just his men, mental yep ability in the game. If we if we get him trying to like starting to quit a little bit, and it's going to be hard because he's a good player. If we can get that, oh man, it's over. Um, the other side of the ball, I, I really think if we can just control that off that defensive line or with our offensive line. And, you know, if, if we, let's say Walker can't play, well, Schaefer's in there helping them over tackle is on that side or whatnot. I think if we can keep the pressure off of McDowell, I think we can throw on him. I think we can run on him. I think we can do a lot of things. So, yeah. Well, I, uh, some of the things that you said, I kind of said uh, as sure. well, the, the trenches, right? Furman gets a, a lot of uh, their pressure on the D line. Uh, I think, you know, throwing some screen passes, um, some jet sweeps to kind of, eliminate that that pressure on the the d line is going to help because then they're going to have to say hey we got to stay back and not just run after these guys um a little worried about the o-line depth just because with our injuries but i I know that we've got some great guys there that can can solidify it's happened before um and they kind of rotate we're so lucky one thing that about our offensive line that i don't think a lot of people know is that we have more than one guy that can move to different spots. Yeah, I think and that's not necessarily all always the case where you know you might have a guy that can play one or the other, but yeah. like you have Cannon's a great example. That kid's yeah. played all I mean besides center, he's played every other offensive every line. other position. Every other exactly. One. So you know to, to have that you've got to be able to know all the plays mm-hmm. and your your responsibilities but you've got to be smart every- too. Well, I think so, it helps a lot. I mean, I want to give AJ Forbes a lot of credit here. Yeah, he's the quarterback of that offensive line, and yep. he's making sure that they all know the play, the blocking assignment, the scheme, everything. Yep. And so, like, he's key to all that, and I think helping those other guys get to where they need to be. Yep. So, um, you know, and then I also reiterated kind of like what you said: uh, make the QB life hell. <laughs> yeah, we we got to we got to punish him. Keep him in front 
of the defense, right? Keep him, keep him there, but just make his life a living hell. Just so hard and so miserable that he doesn't want to play. And then just stop the run, which, you know, the, the Dominic Roberto, yeah, he, he, he would be a cool running back to have if he was full strength. I'm not really worried about him with what he is right now because um, he's a shell of himself. Um, like really like if, if I've, if I can see that watching him a couple games, then, then that, that's a problem. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I, I don't have worries. Well, and like, um, the only worry I have is, is if it, where we could be going into that game too high, but since the NAU game, that hasn't been a problem. And I think our, yeah, our I guys learned a lesson. Yeah. I don't so, see us going in too high. I think no. again, so like last week, I was like, you know, revenge game for, for uh, Delaware beating us back in '93. Well, here, um, I think our guys have something to prove because all yeah. year it was, oh, Furman's number two, oh, Furman's yep. so good, Furman's so good, and you know, oh, you know, just because the, I mean, there's a lot of I think Furman fans that think they should have still been number two when they lost to Wofford because of the whole quarterback thing. Yeah. Um, so I think our guys have something to prove to be like, yeah. Let's show you what real football is about. Let me show you what Montana football is about by coming out here. And we're gonna just whoop your ass up and down the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I think I think I don't think it's gonna be close. But um, so speaking of that, I did look yeah. up and uh, there's a site called Cap and Jacks, and the lines came out for FCS quarterfinals. Oh, and the line starts with uh, us being favored by 16 and a half points. Okay. With the over under being forty six at the moment, forty six. Yeah, uh, they've got Idaho favored over Albany at six and a half. Over under forty eight and a half. They have North Dakota State favored over USD by six and a half. And mm-hmm. South Dakota. This this one surprised me because I thought Villanova was okay. They have South Dakota State favored as twenty one and a half. Holy over. crap! Are and the over under being forty seven. I was like, oh. Like 21, yeah, 21 and a half. The Jacks are the real goodness gracious. So, but I would take the over, I would take the over in the Grizz. I would too. I'd take the over. (laughs) I would too. Um, let me see here. I already got my score written down. Okay, what's your I took took the over definitely on mine. So, oh, I would take the over. Yeah, have the over. I have the over according to what my score is going to be. So, yep. Are you going first or me? Oh, I can go. Are you ready for those? You ready for some predictions? I'm I'm ready for you want to do questions or you want to do predictions first? We can do it. We're talking about let's do predictions. Then I've okay. got I mean, I know we have a lot of a lot of questions, but there's a couple of things I do want to talk about yeah. with you on yeah. the phone here. Exactly. Uh, so with predictions, again, I checked out the versus app first. The versus app still has us at number three in the nation. <laughs> um versus app. Who do, who do they have a second? South Dakota? Yeah, USD. Okay. So it's yeah. it's the Jacks, USD, then us, and then the Bison. Okay. Um, so the versus app has the Grizz winning twenty-eight to ten over Furman. Only twenty-eight to 20, ten. 20, that app's been wrong all year. So wow. Um, so here's my score. I took Grizz winning thirty-eight thirteen. Okay. Again, I feel like I'm disrespecting our defense to putting thirteen on there, but I, I, we can do it. 38, Any of our defense, let's listen to this. Let's let's put let's only allow them to have seven. But I'm going 38-13. Okay. Um, I keep on going back if I want to go higher or lower. Um, 
All right, I'm just going to go with my first one. What do you got? Okay. Uh, 41-10. Nice. I like it. So. My head was in that spot at one point, too. Well, like, see, and I, I, I didn't think that we were going to allow 19 last game, and I think that was kind of that. I the, think so. That was the weather again. The you weather know? a little bit. That screws but, up a little bit. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I still think – I don't think they're going to get – I almost want to say seven or three. I don't think they're going to score that many, but I, I don't see it's going, be, it's going to be not going to be close for the that's first. That's why I don't like my 13 either. I'm just like, I mean, really, that's like one touchdown and a couple field goals is what I'm thinking. Like, that's the max they're going to get. Yeah. Like, yeah. And even then, I'm like, God, I feel like I'm offending our defense. By <laughs> It's a good problem to have. You're like, oh my god, I don't want to offend our defense. Like I said, thirteen here. <laughs> That's how good our defense is. We're good at shutting people down. We are, and you know, hopefully, you know, uh, Governor stays fresh because I think that that's something that we need to look at as well as is yeah. making sure that he is. And I think that they've been trying to spell him with a couple different guys. They are. Um, you can so, see it throughout the game when they're spelling him and stuff. And yeah. I know some people said that. I saw like online why didn't we pull people out earlier and stuff in this game when it was kind of had, you know, yeah. too, these guys want to play like, Oh yeah. You know, it's like, you're having so much fun out there and stuff. You don't want to be put on the sideline. Yeah. You want to give your, your brothers on the team time to play and stuff too. But at the same time, when you're kicking someone's ass, you just want to keep kicking their ass. and having Exactly. Fun. Yeah. Pretty awesome, man. Um, Is it, you said you wanted to uh, look at a couple things. Yeah, well, a few things. First, I want yeah. to jump into my FCS bracket challenge. And just there we go. That real quick. So, um, again, thank you for everybody that played. So, this last week, we had a few. We don't have any perfect, perfect brackets left, but we had quite a few this round that were 100% right. Really? So, uh, wow. I read those off. So, our perfect round two brackets were D. Simmons, uh, Eric Cockhill had a perfect bracket. Jake Orvis, perfect bra- perfect round two, excuse me. Uh, Shane Eddington had a perfect round two. And Thomas Martin all had perfect round twos. Nice. So with that, we have cumulative scoring because each round you get more yep. points for your wins. So right now, tied for third place is Eric Cockhill and Thomas Martin. And Thomas has the Grizz win in the national championship. And so does Eric. And then how many, how many points do they have? Uh, thirty-seven points. Okay, right? that's both third place. Third place is thirty-seven. Crap, points. I'm a, I'm far away. And then let's see here. Second place right now is Jake Orvis is in second at thirty-eight points. Okay, he also has the Grizz win in the Natty. And in number one, first place with thirty-nine points is Shane Eddington, and he has the Grizz win in the Natty. So nice. Now, like again, the next round. Each game that you get right is worth eight points for a max of 32. Each round from now on is a max of 32 points. So okay. a lot of points to go, but those are our front runners at the moment. Nice. Congrats, guys. Yeah. So, absolutely. yeah, that's awesome. So, um, yeah, that, that that's going to be a, a good quarterfinal, too, because uh, that, that that Villanova-South Dakota State game, do you really think that they're tw- it's a 21-point game? That's – that, like – I was thinking more in like the 17 range or even 14, but like it could be. I mean, like think about Villanova is the same team that uh, was playing like Delaware and stuff, and they were close. They beat them by 35 to seven, though. Villanova did beat. Oh, 
Delaware. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they're, I mean, they're be- a better. I don't know. It's it depends on what team shows up. It's kind of like yeah. you know, I'm thinking about Furman coming to us. Like, I know, like we're, some people were worried about, oh, Friday night game when we have as much rest. Well, Furman has even less. Like, yeah, they, they have to travel there. too. You have to travel too. Yeah, they've yeah. got to travel from South Carolina to Montana. Yeah, and hopefully they're dumbass. SID is flying them into Bozeman or Spokane or something and not into Missoula too. Exactly. Because so, that happens or Kalispell or something. So, yep. but they've, they, they, it's definitely on them. They've got to fly up here, try to acclimate and, you know, get ready. So it's, uh, it should be good. But yeah. Well, and then also just having that one day, like if you look at the bracket, all the other games are Saturday. Yeah. So we have one game or one day where we're, we're having an extra day of rest. Yeah. So, what the bonus here, like we're losing the game the day this week, mm-hmm. we win next week, we get an extra day. Like that's exactly yeah. like it's so if we win, we get an extra day of rest going into the following week, yeah, which is huge. So, oh, yeah, that's so I'm like, you know, out of all the teams to play, I'd rather play Furman <coughs> in yeah. Washington Grizzly. I'm like, we got the team we wanted to play, yeah, partially because we want to kick their ass. Exactly. Going to be number two all season. Yep. Yeah. So I, I'm excited about that for sure. Um, the other thing that I wanted to talk to you about today was, and if you haven't been online, is the transfer portal is going nuts. Oh man. Yeah. Um, so we saw our neighbors lost a starting offensive line, and then I've heard a second one's gone now. Jeez. But Sam Herter tweeted this out earlier. There were 625 FP, FBS players that entered the uh, transfer portal. I was like, okay, you know, it seems to me like FBS players transfer a lot more, but listen to this. There was 471 FCS players that also entered the portal. Well, did you see this? He also reported this, that three NDSU players have six figure offers from P5 programs. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, that is, that is nuts. Yeah. So like looking at that, that's got to be, I don't even know. I I don't follow NDSU at all as well, but you look at them. They they also came back to the the NDSU NIL collective had a quick meeting and they're trying to come up with funds to keep these players around. want to make it. I mean, it's, that's crazy. It's yeah. It's, it's getting nuts, man. I mean, that's that's a total of 1,096 D one players that entered the transfer portal today. That's insane. I mean, and we're not talking about like, like they're all leaving like, you know, North Texas or something. Yeah. Look at Ohio State today. They had a ton of like good players that are all entering the portal. So the one thing I will say about the University of Montana and Bobby Howe, he's got, I mean, like some people say like he pushes them too hard and things like that, but these guys are all having fun playing together. Yep. Will we lose a few people after the season's over? Maybe. But at the same time, like they enjoy playing here. They like the environment and everything that we that Washington Grizzly has to offer. And part of that is these are fans that show up every weekend. And yeah. so like it's a big deal for the for all of our fans to show up and participate because like the, the kids they all appreciate it. The players love it. They feed off of it. And so, man, I just hope we fill it. Another thing I wanted to shout out here is President Botner is paying for 3,000 student tickets. That's awesome. Yeah, students don't have to pay. Because when, when there's playoffs, they have to pay. Well, he's taking care of 3,000 of them. That's awesome. So 3,000 can go for free because they should be. I mean, how cool of a president do we have? Bonner's yeah. awesome. Like, 
the pizza thing that he's kept going. I mean, that guy is doing stuff that I, when I was there for the, well, and you were there too. Yep. I haven't seen the student section packed like that. Oh, it's packed. I mean, too. I mean, I know it's the, the, the rivalry game or battle of the brawl or whatever they call it. Yep. My shirt says, uh, <laughs> but like the student section rocked and they were there yep. the whole time. They didn't leave at halftime. And like, they're doing a good job of keeping them there and just, it's awesome. Like I'm super proud of what Botner's doing for the university and for the different sporting events and everything and how he just supports and loves the university of Montana. So just as you were talking <laughs> about the neighbors, yeah, they lost another <laughs> offensive lineman. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's crazy. So, so the, someone said, uh, now no way the portal just ate up three fifths of our offensive line on the first day. So they lost <laughs> a third one. They lost, they, the third they, they lost the first one. Then I got a text about the second one, and now they lost so, the third one. So it, Rush Rush Reimer huh? is in the portal. I don't know how to say this guy's name. Damarian Obijindian. I don't know how to say his wow. name. And then uh, the other guy is Jacob Kettles. That's crazy. So, um, yeah, that's pretty so with that, I, I posted this, some questions, some other people I know today. I'm like, they were telling me about this. Yeah. It makes me feel like vegans leaving. Well, like, and if you look at that also, you know, one thing that probably Grizz Nation knows out there is Coach Choate, you know, a former Montana, you know, neighbor. Uh, he just got the job at Nevada. Yeah, at Reno. So how many, how many uh, of those guys that are on the neighbor's team, maybe they, they go down there? Yeah, oh, there could be. I, I mean, it, it wouldn't surprise so, me if there's some choke guys that want to go down there. But yeah, I mean, the way that the the O line is bolting yeah. and stuff, this feels like they know something that nobody else knows yet. Like yep. it's possible vegans communicated to the team yet, and it just hasn't gotten out. I mean, social media these days usually things get out pretty quick. But I mean, we kept hearing all this stuff about how he's getting other job offers and stuff. Yeah, whatever. I mean, anything that puts them behind the eight ball a little bit more is good for us. So, oh, they lost another one too. Four? <laughs> I don't know who who this guy is, but he, yeah, Jace Fitzgerald, huh? Jeez, so, another one bites the dust, man. Wow, that's that's um, that's mind blowing. Like this, the portal thing is just—I mean, it's so crazy. I mean, yeah, all all this stuff right now in the last few days of the college football between the portal stuff and then. Florida State not getting in. I mean, it's just like, oh, my yep. gosh. Like, this is, I mean, that whole Florida State situation, I don't know how many people talk to them today. I'm like, yep, thank goodness the for the FCS. I'm like, come on, watch FCS football. You don't have to worry about that crap. Well, I like, and, I, and I was thinking about it, like, like, Florida State, they wanted to get out of, you know, the ACC. Doesn't that just make that, that case even more? Like, you're basically, if you look at the teams that are in it, are Big Ten and SEC. Yeah. You yeah. got Washington, Oregon that are now Big Ten. And then yeah, yeah. And Michigan. And then you've the got Alabama, which is SEC. So you've yeah. basically got a two conference well, championship. And then yeah, I mean Texas <laughs> is going to the SEC. Yep. You know, it's like it's yeah, I mean it's just it's it's crazy. Yeah. I mean I, I like to see like when they showed that twelve team playoff that like Liberty was in and stuff. Possibly. Oh yeah, that'd have been cool. It's gonna be so much better when they do that. Then we'll be talking about the thirteenth team now, but not as much. 
because then it'll be talked about like when we talk about Davis not making it in and Sac State, yeah, in, those little things. It's not a travesty when I mean I feel for those kids at Florida State. You go undefeated, did everything you're supposed to do, and then you yeah. get left out. Well, and they beat Alabama, even yeah. though it was in the beginning of the year. The only thing is, is that you're not going to get the Liberties that are in there. You're no, not going to get no. the Coastal That's Carolinas that are in there. You're going to get like a Missouri or like a yeah. a Power Five that that. That, that's why, like, if they go to the twelve team, it's gonna you. You might get one of those group of five teams and stuff that's smaller that shows up, like like your James Madison's of the world and stuff. And gives yeah. them a chance at least. So but yeah, still why I love FCS football and yep. thank goodness we got it. I mean, we're so lucky to have such a good product and and have the best stadium in the freaking league and best fans and everything. I mean, just think about how lucky we are to have what we have. It's awesome. I mean, it is. It's awesome being a Montana Grizzly fan right now. Exactly. Exactly. On that note, guys, uh, let's do some fan questions. Heck yeah. So we've only got one um, this week. So Putter on eGrizz says, what is your opinion on Furman's O-line? They appear to have good size and open some huge holes against Chattanooga. With, without lack of depth on the D-line, how can you scheme to try to keep Gubner fresh? Um, well, we kind of answered some of this in the, the, the podcast. Yeah. Uh, they, they have I, bad I, hips and they're just like, yeah. you know, I mean, they're big, but like they haven't, the way we stem around and the way we mm-hmm. use our linebackers, we're going to be able and really what you need gubs to do is just fill the hole, like just take yeah. up bodies. And then you got Hill and Janet Caro. And I mean, it's going to be, the Riley thing Wilson. Is, you were saying they want to run the ball. Mm-hmm. We shut down that run. Yep. We do kind of what we did to the cats, you know. Oh yeah. And, and stuff, make them have to play a part of the game that they really don't want to play. Yep. And then if and on top of that, if we shut down number two, who's their best receiver, uh, it's gonna be a long day for them. Again, that's why I'm saying like I think 13 points is a little high, possibly. Well, and I I just you look at it and yeah, they open some pretty big holes, but they open pretty big holes against Chattanooga. 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 Um, these teams that they're playing, like, and we go went over that in the beginning of the game or beginning of the podcast. These are not teams that you would see, and, and you said it uh, eloquently, uh, Luke, that these teams wouldn't be the top five, top six teams in the Big Sky um, that they're playing. So, you know, yeah, great job making big holes. I don't think you're going to make big holes against our defense on that. And I saw someone m- mention that on Twitter, like, look at this huge hole. Yeah, it was a huge hole, but you're not going to be doing that against yeah. – when you get into the corner finals, you're you're playing the eight best teams. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be doing that against those teams. Yeah. And if you are, then you're probably the, one of the top two. Yeah. Um, yeah and, just, and Furman's not a top two team. No, they, they've been overrated all year. And, I mean, that's – the again, the money lines are showing that too. It's not just yeah. – us saying that because we're Grizz fans. You watch the tape. They're it's they're not playing against the type of opponents we're playing against. No, and they have they have really good size. They're really big, right? And they got a lot of a lot of girth on them, but they're not quick. Uh-uh. Their offensive line is very big, but they would rather run down your throat and get you than than pass block. Yeah. And they're gonna have to pass it. And so I expect at least two interceptions on this team. Yeah, I think so, at least. Uh, at least. 
no. uh, because they're, that that quarterback's going to be running for his life. He's going to throw it, and it's going to wobble. It's going to be cold. He's going to get hit. Again, they want to run do that run game. And he ain't going to like getting popped the way our guys pop no. that running no. guy. So no. I can see us jarring the ball out too because it's going to be cold and you know. And how hard is that ground when it's oh. cold? Well, it's. You know, we got that sprint turf, but that stuff freezes. You saw it freezes out and stuff. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, I, it's gonna be a long night for the Paladins. Yeah, um, yeah. Welcome to Missoula. Exactly. Welcome. <laughs> Hope you have a great stay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a valid question though, because if you watch them, yeah, you see these holes getting opened up, and you think, oh boy, but it's like, look at the opponent they're playing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Exactly. It, it, it's it's apples and oranges so yeah yeah um and then like there was a, a question posed earlier not on this but someone had seen asked are we worried about justin roper at all so just because he played here before it's a totally different squad and everything the only thing yeah. he's gonna know is like and even i mean even the locker rooms everything has changed now but yeah. he's gonna be like it's really loud there trust me it's loud yeah. because yeah. he knows that um and he's gonna know like that you know, if we want a beer, you know, the Mo Club's pretty good for a burger. And a beer. <laughs> I'm sure like him and Coach Hauk know we like, have talked or something, but they ain't talking this week. Like, yeah, even if he tries to, Hauk's gonna just be like, Yeah, not this week, pal. You know, well, and and you gotta and you gotta give him some credit too. Yeah, you know, wherever he's gone, he's won. Um, and so he's he's a good coach or you know, well, up and rising one coach. somewhat. Holy Cross didn't make it to the national championship last year either. And that's where he comes. No. So they didn't nope. make the playoffs, but yep. this is usually where his uh, teams end their run. So it's yep. what we expect so, Friday night. Exactly. Exactly. Um, any, any last thoughts, man? No, I mean, I just, again, if you're listening to this and you're living in Missoula, or you're close to Missoula, you can somehow get to this game, get, get to that to, game, get, get yep. to the game. Buy a friend, for, buy a ticket for your friend, yeah. and give it to him for a little present. Exactly. Take friends. Be loud. Drink a couple extra drinks. Exactly. You know, just be loud and obnoxious, and let's get another video of their quarterback going. Oh my God, we played South Carolina, and I've never heard a place as loud as that. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Awesome. So let's just go get him. Let's win. Exactly. Hey guys, uh, remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. We did get some um, people that did that last time around. Oh, so thank you, awesome. uh, those people that did that. Uh, make sure you do that. That helps us a lot, a lot out on the Apple algorithm that they use. So definitely do that. Give us a five star review. Uh, let us know your thoughts on it as too as well. Um, but as well, we yeah. love hearing from you guys. You know, Luke and I will go back and forth and and. T- and text each other like man and we, we keep on hearing people interacting with us and getting a hold of us we love that uh, yeah if, if you want to talk to us about football message yeah. us on facebook instagram yeah. twitter wherever like we love talking grizz football yep hit us up Absolutely. exactly exactly so so get us on there you can get us on instagram at fight on montana you can get us on twitter x or whatever you want to call it at fight on montana uh so you can get us there and you can get us at our, our facebook as well uh, but I was gonna say, I'll try to get the yeah. brackets updated and posted Saturday night. If I can, if not, they'll be right away Sunday morning. Yeah, come on, Luke, get, get it, <laughs> get it together, man. Yeah. Uh, he, he is pushing through COVID, man. So I'm done now. I'm freaking negative now. There you I'm go. Back. There you I'm go. Back, baby. So yeah, no, it's, uh, 
Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll get them busted out. I was trying to think. I think all the games on Saturday afternoon games. So I'll try to get it all busted out. And there's 52 to go through. That I have to add up. So there you go. Make sure make sure I'm not missing something. So <laughs> uh, and, and if anybody has their own bracket, feel free to double check me. Make sure I'm not missing something. For our- <laughs> yeah. Have you, have you had people do that yet? No, not yet. I think I've been okay. spot on. Like I, I, I go through them pretty close to make sure because I don't want to screw it in, screw it up. So I mean, no, it's free, but I still want it to be right. There's, there's bragging rights on the line here. There you go. There I, you have, go. I have seen some people talking crap to each other a little bit. <laughs> that's awesome. Stuff, so that's good. Hey, stuff. We, we enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, guys, until next time, uh, definitely uh, go Grizz. Heck yeah, go Grizz. <laughs>